This is episode 97 of ActorCast with Federico Malek. Welcome to ActorCast, the podcast that broadcasts the work, advice, and insight of actors, writers, directors, producers, and other industry experts in show business. I'm your host, Patrick McAndrew. Sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of ActorCast. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in, where you are getting the latest and greatest information from entertainment industry experts. Everyone, I am so excited for today's episode. We are having my good friend Federico on the show today. Federico Mallet is a multi-hyphenate artist based in Brooklyn, New York. He is originally from Mexico City and came to the U.S. to get his MFA in acting at the New York Film Academy. With Alexandra Gomez, he co-founded Quemotion, a multimedia production company with the mission of shedding light to underrepresented stories within the Latin American community. Federico is the assistant artistic director at Village Playback Theater which is an improv-based theater company that focuses on amplifying the stories of people from underserved communities in Metro New York. He has collaborated with Something From Abroad, an artistic group founded by Hispanic immigrant women, and is a content creator for the Toy Museum of New York. Federico won Best Featured Actor at the 2019 NYIT Awards for his work in Eight Tales of Pedro. I was so excited to have Federico join us on the ActorCast, and we dive into a great conversation, especially with regards to what it means to be an actor and an artist living in New York City. We talk about how Federico grew interested in acting and what inspired the move to New York City. We discuss his experience specifically working as a Mexican actor in New York City. We talk about the creation of Quemocion and its mission and why it's so important to Federico and important to the New York theater community at large. And we also talk about how you as actors can create sustainable careers for yourselves. This is an incredible episode. If you think you know someone who it might resonate with, please send it their way. So without further ado, let me please introduce today's guest of ActorCast, Federico Malay. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the ActorCast. I am so excited for today's guest. We have my good friend Federico Malay joining us on the show. Federico, thanks so much for joining me on ActorCast. Thank you, Pat. It's always great talking to you and great seeing you. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I had the opportunity to meet you through Village Playback Theater. At this point, it was probably about six years ago, I think. Yeah, Something yeah, around yeah. there, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, time, time is flying. And, I, and then I had the opportunity to participate in one of your shows, uh, I guess, almost two years ago now yes that's right yeah 2021 2021 yes yes yes. i remember because it was my first show after all of covid so it was like an exciting thing oh and it was so much fun too do you remember it it was when things were back 
but yes we were we were stressing i mean the morning of the show <laughs> people were like testing yes we weren't yep. sure if it was going to happen or not so it was one of those like oh weeks of just like no never mind we're not fully back but right yeah. scared yeah it was like, kind of bad we're sort of back. it was <laughs> wild uh but yes. you know through these various interactions i've come to really respect you as an artist not only in the various groups and organizations that you're a part of, but also just your approach to acting, to artistry. And you always have the best attitude. You're somebody that is that that other people want to be around. And I definitely I've seen that in the different interactions I've I've been with you. So so in you know, having you on the show, I definitely wanted to to dive in and kind of hear more and share more about your story to our audience of listeners. Well, that makes me so happy. First of all, thank you so much. That really means a lot and makes my day because that's that's all I want for me, truly. And and I know we'll talk about Kemosion, which is a production company I started with my friend Alex. That you that's that was it in charge of producing the show that you were in. But our whole deal was creating that space. So it makes me so happy you hear that because for me, that's a priority. For me, I'd like to prioritize people feeling valued, people feeling like they want to be there, people feeling like they have an environment where they can be their best self. Because I don't know if this is true for you, but I just hate this notion that it's so attached to the to the world of the arts of just like tough love and I'm just criticizing you because so you can be better and oh like, my god, absolutely this this cliched ballet teacher mentality, right? Yes. That it's like that basically you suck so you can be better. I do not believe in that at all. Right. I agree. At all. And I hope our culture is slightly changing, but I think that's very um it doesn't help artists reach their full potential. So yeah, it, yeah that's I think that's what we're striving for. Yeah. It's a it's a very uh, antiquated way, I think, of approaching things, yeah. and and I one hundred percent agree with you. I think that that when you create a welcoming environment, a a positive environment where people feel free to be able to express themselves and express their true selves as well. Yeah. I think it's in those sort of environments that you're going to get the best performances out of, Absolutely. out of actors or, or dancers or musicians or singers or whoever is performing in that moment. Where you can take risks, right? So you can yes. mess up and that's like mess up big. So you can come up with those big choices that end up being the most fun or right, but if you're constantly stressing about is my teacher or director gonna, you know, I I I remember growing up and and in, whenever I joined certain spaces where I wanted to sing, but people were like this very. It's also very present in musical theater, right? Where people are just like, oh, let's see what you got, kind of thing. That yeah. closes you off. That's not gonna let you be that. And it it would only always only be until the show where I would feel like I could ah, uh, and everybody was like, oh, we didn't know you could do that. And it's like, well, it's because the space, <laughs> it's not letting me. And on stage, I was like, okay, this is it. But it's it, you're right. It's just that it. I I think it closes you off. And then what's the point, right? And it's just trauma layers of trauma passing. Like, oh well, this is how I was trained. So now I gotta train people like that. And then. It never right. ends. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, as as you were saying before, I think it is starting to change a little bit. I mm -hmm. think that that sort of mentality is still very prevalent. But I do think 
at least in a variety of spaces spaces I've been, I think it is starting to change and evolve. And yeah. and it's because of people like you, Federico, who who have started organizations that are going in with that intention, kind of taking a step, a couple steps back. Yeah. I'm wondering if we could start from the beginning a little bit. I knew I know you you're from Mexico. You grew up in Mexico. Yeah. What was it that inspired you to pursue acting? And then in turn, what then inspired you to move to New York City? Yeah. So I think it's it's like like many people, it's one of those things where you know it's gonna be your thing because you just do it even if you don't have the time, you keep making time for it. You it just happens naturally, right? In my in elementary school, high school, I would make assignments that have nothing to do with acting and acting thing. It was like ethics class. My final presentation will be a play. It is physics class. My final presentation will be a movie. You know, so that's I think that's when you know it's when you turn everything like you just make space for that in your life, whether you're conscious of it or not. So it was just uh, an appeal. I think watching movies growing up and seeing shows, the the level of companionship I felt by uh, certain characters, for instance, I think characters are companions in a way that people sometimes can't be you know, because they are vessels, right? And we can project whatever we need and whatever we want. So they accompany in, in a way, accompany us in a way that is what we need, right? Because we're like, this, this character is me because of this, this and that, and it's all projection. So I think that's pretty amazing, right? That you can get that level of companionship created through a character and through someone you're seeing on television or whatever, right? So I think that comfort is what made me pursue acting, uh, knowing that I could uh, potentially be a part of that a relationship with someone you don't even know or won't ever know necessarily. I think that's pretty special. And New York specifically, I've had a love affair with New York City ever since I was 11 years old that my parents took me uh, and it, it, it struck me as the best, just the most fascinating place in the world where I just gravitated towards it because I have this very, um, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's make things happen. And New York is like that, as you very well know, right? It's just, it's it's impossible to be bored. <laughs> and for artists, it, there's just so many resources and it's easy to make things happen if you want to and if you have a good community to to help you, right? So these things are just so appealing and I'm so grateful. I just, it. Um, last month it was 10 years since I moved so wow uh, yeah yeah that's amazing yeah so, so, so yeah, yeah, I guess it's like it. <laughs> a pivotal moment right now then 10 years yes what what has it been like because I think that uh, actors taking that move to New York City no matter where they're from is is a brave Thing to do to to go hey i'm going to go to this concrete jungle and pursue my dreams but i always have so much ad admiration for people who are from very far away from new york city or perhaps like yourself from another country mm -hmm. who are say okay i'm going to leave this home that i've known for my whole life or most of my life and i'm yeah. going to move to new york city and pursue this passion that I have so deeply 
after you know now being 10 years into it what has that experience been like as a Mexican actor living and working in New York City? Well, that, again, I think the the thing that strikes me first is that that well, growing up, right, my my parents knew I was very much into this, but I I, I grew up hearing this notion of like you won't make a living out of acting, right? There's this a lot of actors experience that a lot of artists in general. Right. So my parents were like, why don't you study uh, media and communications that might get you a safer job, like an office job. And right. So it's all these things that I, I uh, grew up hearing of just like you can't make a career out of that. It's not safe. Right. So first first thing, it's when I when I came to school here, I just seeing my teachers and seeing that they were professional actors with active careers, just seeing that. Right. Which is why it's so important in a way to see yourself and other people going back to this relationship of like, you have to see yourself in order to believe in yourself, right? So seeing uh, 10 different people in, during the course of a semester who were actively making a living out of acting already just like blew my mind. And I'm like, this is possible. It, it, here, this is possible. So that alone just gave me a lot of confidence and I think being a, 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 an immigrant kind of like on a visa thing also puts a kind of like a, a flame under your ass, so to speak, because <laughs> it's there's the, there's the clock ticking, right? So I think it does make you pursue things just in a different rhythm that it's just like, okay, I have the, the ticking clock. And you also have to demonstrate to the government that you have what it takes to say, right? So you kind of like have, you need to build those relationships. You need to have those contracts. You need to write for, for your visa to get approved and for you to be able to keep pursuing this. So I think that is one. And I think that has allowed me to create a lot of relationships and have a lot of um, spaces where I get to be an actor. But what, what strikes me most about New York City, I think it's that I've never lacked that work. You know, it is there. You just, I, I, I do think if you cultivate those relationships, if you, if you put in the work, there is there there are possibilities which is very exciting right possibilities for you to become involved in someone else's work and for you to start your own so i think i i, I would say that's it and what i would add is that being a mexican moving to the united states what happens is that all people from latin america tend to get put in the same category right which in latin america we do not think of it like that we do we do say Latin America but we don't say we're Latin American we say we're Mexican or we're Colombian or Venezuelan right and in the U.S. it's uh, Latinos right it's like this the uh, the U.S. likes very much very much likes its its categories <laughs> right very neat so I think it's been great because in a lot of these spaces where I I, I get to perform, I there's people from all all across Latin America, right? There there are these spaces, and it's been really neat to find in truth the commonalities, but also the need to uh, expand the notion of Latin America means a million different things, right? Which is where Quemocion, which is the company you were involved with, it's how it started. My friend Alexandra Gomez, who is a Colombian American, in the midst of the pandemic, called me and was like, "I want to start a company. You in?" <laughs> and she says, "Like, I I feel like this is it. It's when our a lot of the conversations on on representation and the importance and what does it mean and just expanding this notion of what being a Latin American of Latin American descent in the U.S. means. And we want it to mean every possible thing, 
right? Which which sometimes it, it can be a little narrow. So that was, I guess that's what I would add as far as my experience being from Mexico coming here and what I've seen and what I would like to help develop, which is the work that a lot of people are doing right now. Yeah. yeah. You make a really good point too. And that, that was actually something that, that I noticed when I moved to New York as well, that I think sometimes people paint it as this big scary competitive place that you know with a wag of the finger like oh you'll never survive or if if you survive you'll you know good for you and sure i think there are elements of that that are true like yes there's a, a lot of actors here yes there's competition if you look at it that way but at the same time, to go off what you were saying, there are also a lot of opportunities, a lot of opportunities to participate in a variety of different organizations. But then, as you were saying, opportunities to create things as well. That's been one of the most inspiring things for me is to be able to be like, oh, okay, I could create a show or I could work on a project. And there's going yeah. to be people around me who are like, Oh, okay. Yes. Like, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's get involved. People are hungry, right? People are hungry to create. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so to, to kind of go back to, uh, emotion a bit, I, I guess to elaborate on that was, is the idea behind it to tell stories about different Latin American cultures, whether Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela, Peru, wherever it may be, is that the main, I guess, what what is the main mission of, of the organization, would you say? Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it, it's particularly to dive into that richness, right, and to let each person tell their own story, right, rather than having the guests, we we keep seeing this thing, right, in, in Hollywood, for instance, where it's just like, let's do a, a, a movie about this culture, but let's get this person from a totally different culture to direct it, right? Or like, it's just, it's not that it's not possible, because I do think we can build those bridges, and there can be an understanding, and there can be successful products made that way, right? But uh, I think it's not ideal, right? So I think what we want, is, and that's why one of the core things early on that we started is a writer's group that meets every two weeks right where everybody in there and we just keep expanding every time i i bump into someone right and it's this priority of just like you strike me as someone who's hungry to create a nice person right we share the same values and it's they immediately get invited right and it's just like you should join and this is wonderful because often in our hectic new york lives we feel like we don't have the time to develop these projects right so i find that sometimes what you need is this community to and and our our take going in line with uh, pushing away this notion of just like I'm going to criticize you so you right we we uplift that's what we strive to do so it's like what do you need to be inspired what do you need from us the group to further develop this and and if it's a, if and if it's a match and if it's a click then we'll help them pursue that project so that it can become a reality. Right. But it is like, what very specific story do you want to right? What is it that you going back to the way I started where I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing myself. And once you understand the, the power of that, it's like, what were you missing? What is it that we need to see that we haven't? This this notion of like, oh, every story has been told. That's not true. <laughs> right. right. You know, it's not it's not. 
and you see you're starting to see very in television and in film and it's so exciting when you when you go like i've never seen this story before right or at not at, not at least in this particular way so i think that's that's what we want it is it is specifically linked to uh latin american experience or the the descent right whether you're second third fourth generation but what is it that from your story that it's going to help expand that notion of what what this means right so i think that's in in a nutshell right and it's to to fully appreciate people who don't get the attention necessarily who have had an impact in our culture whether it be uh writers musicians so we have this thing going on of like the artist homage to to it's like let's give uh credit where credit is due you know kind of thing so it's just this exploration of the culture and how can we keep expanding and showcasing it in all of its richness yeah right yeah. well i i mean i was so honored to be invited to participate in in passarello with your with Camosion. That was such a, an amazing experience. Not only not only because the script was hilarious and amazing, and also uh, made you think as well in a very important way. But the the people that we were that were involved in that production is just such a great group of people. And I always just loved going to rehearsal and working on the script and spending time with everyone. It, it you really fostered a a welcoming community. And even, you know, you were with, for myself, that was, you know, the first production I had worked on with K Mousion and, you know, many of you had worked together many times yeah. before, but yeah. I didn't in any way feel like an outsider or anything like that. I felt very, That's... I felt very welcomed. I felt very part of the group. And that isn't something that I feel like is incredibly common in in our industry i, I think yeah. it, it's more common that you might go to a, a community or organization maybe you're the new person and people will have these clicks and it's maybe yeah. eventually may eventually get to know everyone but it takes some time whereas being involved in that production that was something i really noted it was just it it was very welcoming from the start it's it an incredible group of people that's that's great to hear, Pat. And, and let's just uh just for a, a curious trivia in which you played no other than the president of the United States. <laughs> Very fun, great performance. You were you were an audience favorite for sure. So yeah, it's just a little context for everybody that the pastorela is this this Mexican tradition where you take the nativity story, right? And then you add political elements into it. You bring it to a modern day and age and you it's like so it's it's a lot of immigration issues and political figures from present day and age and so anyway but that's but yes yes pat that's that it that is what we want because you know that show was pretty out there it's pretty farcical and again for to be able to be in that feel comfortable with that you need to be comfortable with with the people right and once you get a little taste of what that community can feel like right like a theater community you you just want more and you want people who if you'd say let's do something again they want to jump in right it's it's so hard to um you kind of start getting why certain you see like certain directors it's like oh they always working together like Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese are always but you 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 get that because once you create that kind of like family and at the same time you want to be conscious of of always making sure you're opening the door for new people to come in and jump so it's a balance right of just like this really it's so amazing to create a core of people you constantly want to be working with and at the same time it's important that you're always like making space 
right for for new for new right new yeah well that leads me nicely to my next question federico for those of our folks who are are listening in today and they're thinking oh my gosh this sounds amazing what no matter what city or place they might be in but i guess i guess specifically for this question may speak in along the lines of new york city just because it is such a vibrant theater community how can actors get involved with different organizations whether it's theater companies or or film production companies you you've done something really well well where you have gone out and found the work and you're involved with a, a you know a handful of, of great organizations in different communities I guess outside of auditioning, what can actors do to get involved? Yeah, well, I think I think there is something to say that the basics you're given, right, as an actor, meaning you need to have your your sites, right? You create your your backstage, you have your actors access. You have I do owe those sites a great deal because that's how I got the connections with companies that I now I've been working for the past nine years right so I think that is a great way to start and you'll do a lot of things you don't like and don't don't get you anywhere of course but that's you just gotta keep until you find the ones that stick right and the ones you do want to but I think that's just a simple one that I can recommend and of course I mean the great thing about social media right it's that it's make it made it a little bit more democratic in a sense that if you do your research on just like what are these companies what are let's just use the, the thing we were talking about as an example what are latin american company or companies that are focused on latin american stories or narratives right so if you do that research google and you find their social media you'll know when they're auditioning you don't need to pay a subscription to backstage or right they'll post when they're auditioning and 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 so i think that's social media that's one of the great aspects of it right that it 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 has you if you you can take ownership over your own discovery or selection process if that makes sense so i think that's that's important that you you take that that discipline to do it's just like what is it that i really want to do and open your kind of like yourself to these possibilities and contact and you'd be surprised i'd say one of the main recommendations like you'd be surprised how much people even people you don't think are gonna respond actually engage with you right so i think it's just a matter of taking that leap it's that typical thing of like you already have the no i don't know if you have this expression or not but it's like the no has been given to you so what what do you care just make take the leap right yes. just reach out send them a slide into their dms as they say <laughs> yeah right? it can't hurt think, yeah. right it can't yeah. hurt it can't hurt so I I that's that's what I'd say if you, uh, as a, as a way to start, and I think you'd be you'd be surprised, and you don't need to spend whatever two hundred dollars or whatever subscription cost backstage, right? It's uh I think that's a great thing about the day and age we're living. Yeah, and I think to go off of that too, Federico, that that goes back to what you were saying at the beginning of our conversation about how when you first moved to New York City, you met people who were actually making a living from mm -hmm. acting. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if we could dive into that a little bit deeper for actors tuning in. Based off of your experience, both the the rawness and the honesty that comes with it, how would you say that 
actors can go about creating a sustainable career for themselves? Yes. <laughs> so I am going to give you perhaps it's even, I hope it's helpful in this sense, because, you know, a lot of my actor friends who are American, they, of course, we all know this. It's no secret, right? That that to be, that is a journey to to get to be like my teachers who are just actors. That doesn't happen overnight, right? And that's important for people to know that. I mean, it can, but it's extremely rare, right? And and when and I started, and and even now, and my, my friends, right? You have your your jobs that you do, right? And it doesn't mean that it's this typical thing of just like, oh, aspiring actor, right? Which is what we're saying that you'd never say aspiring lawyer or whatever, right? <laughs> even yes, if you're. Right. If you're like, but it's this notion of like, oh, because you're working in a restaurant or you're doing whatever side job, right? But I feel like if you just are very consciously honoring, like it's 50% of my time, but 50% of my time is this, then I think that the important thing is to keep feeding your your ambition and your keep yourself motivated. And that comes with surrounding yourself with the right people. But because I'm on a visa, all of my work has to be acting related. So I cannot work in a restaurant, right? I cannot work retail. So I think that's what I meant by saying like, puts a fire under your ass. It's just like, this needs to happen because otherwise, how are you gonna? And then when the pandemic happened, I wasn't getting that check, that that support check, right? So it, you need to, and that's why I'm saying, that's when I'm amazed to see that New York offers those possibilities. So they are there. I think you just need to be willing <laughs> It needs to match your personality that you might have to have eight different jobs at the same time. Yeah. But if you are happy and motivated with what you're doing and you're making space for the reason, you're not pushing it to the side because sometimes what's very frustrating is that people kind of like end up because they're exhausted having to put it last, right? The reason why you move it. And it's like, then what's the point, right? If I'm not even investing... So I think you do need, again, I cannot stress enough that you need to find your communities that are going to keep you motivated so that you feel like, okay, but I'm making progress. This is not all for nothing. This is still front and center in my life. And I think that's an active choice you need to make because it's so easy to like, didn't have time for my script today. Oh, well, I'm exhausted. But sometimes you do, it's that, or it's that I'm going to set my alarm for 30 minutes. And if that's all I do today, but you're, you're committing. And I get that it's hard because it is exhausting, but I think you need to make peace, at least from my experience with that, that you are going to be <laughs> uh, exhausted a lot of the time and running from one place to the other. But I, I do personally find that motivating as well, that that variety from going like, I'm going to this company, to this company, to this, this, this. For me, having a lot of things that I'm focusing on is motivating. For a lot of people, it may not be the case you know, but uh, that's what I'd say. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I think a lot of it too comes down to the personality of the individual and and also too related to that, perhaps finding other work that you also enjoy that could kind of help balance out the, the thinner times of, you know, yeah. maybe if you're not getting that acting work or whatever it may be. I think that you you find a way to make it work and suit it to your personality. And I think you make a really good point too of just making sure that it's always something that is at the forefront of what you're doing, that it is 
that it is always in in viewpoint and that like as you were saying so long as it's the focus that will really help just kind of guide you along the way as you're going on this journey i think that is very helpful even for me to just kind of like remind myself like oh yeah you know yeah and i think that's that's why i always want to stress the importance of the community because i i have experienced that right and until the writers group if it was not for the this writers group i would not have completed and i am sure of it a, a script because going to a place and sharing and it becomes real when you read it with other people and actors read it for you and they get excited so that gets you excited and you do need i do think that sustenance right it is harder to do on your own so i think go out there and find your people to me it's the main thing truly yes yeah uh yeah. Fe- federico i cannot thank you enough for taking the time to join us on the show and not only for taking the time today but as i was saying at the beginning of this episode just your approach to the craft of acting to artistry for me it's it's so inspiring i think that there need to be more people out there in the industry like you who are approaching their work with with this sort of mentality I think it could only be good for our industry, for the community, and for the world in general. So so thank you so much. Before we head out, I'm wondering if you could just share with our listeners where they could find out more information about you, Kemosion, and, and all the great work you're doing. Yes, of course. So, I mean, Kemosion, we're in all the, the social media. So Kemosion, and I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll find in the yes. description of this video, but it's Q-U-E. M-O-C-I-O-N that's on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. Our email is just qmocion <laughs> at gmail. Uh, you can hit us there. We have a website. So, I mean, we'd love, we're always wanting to get more people involved and, uh, you know, more people. And uh, I guess you'll include also my my social, my personal. So uh, that's where you can reach me. Yeah. Great. Well, I'll make sure to include all those links in our show notes. So listeners out there, all you have to do is scroll down, click those various links provided. Highly recommend it. Federico, any parting words of advice for our actors tuning in? Go back to the things that motivate you, that that character you watched growing up, keep it close, keep it close to your heart. That teacher who inspired you, keep them close to your heart the thing that's that whatever causes your fire keep feeding it even if it's just with little sticks but do it and again i know i've said it like ten thousand times but that's easier when you are in good company so go even if you mess up and it's like oh i don't like that keep going there are many people in this world (laughs) and your people are out there so i'd say once you find them don't let them go because that's going to be key in keeping you motivated which is i believe one of the biggest challenges of being an artist. So I, I, I those would be my parting words, Pat. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much, Federico. Thank you, Pat. It's, it's always great talking to you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of ActorCast. You can let us know your thoughts on this episode by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I look forward to catching you all in the next episode, and you know what time it is. It's time to go out and create.